Good morning, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to 8.70 a.m. again today. Not that you had much choice, since we're the only station in the area broadcasting. At any rate, welcome to today's Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Today is day number 130. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Agnes Drew. Hello, listeners. Agnes and I were talking about ways we've come up with to pass the time in between runs. We've talked about it before, but we still really miss all the little distractions from when electronics worked regularly. What Max means is that we miss playing games on our phones. Yes, that. So we thought we'd share a little activity we've been doing lately, which is to take movies we'd seen before and imagine what it might have been like if they'd been just a little different. We started with Ghostbusters because of that poster Dr. Clark brought back for me from a run a while back. Max wondered what would have happened if Data Barrett had actually gone on a date with Lewis Tully instead of just blowing him off like the nerd he was. I personally think he's just trying to pretend he might have had a chance with Sigourney Weaver. I won't deny it. But it really could have changed the whole movie. What if they were seeing each other regularly? And then Dana would have been at Lewis's party when the demon dog showed up. What would the demon dog have done then? Would both of them have shown up at the party? Or would it have chosen someone else? So what if it had? Well, maybe if the demon dog hadn't possessed Dana, then Peter Venkman might not have dropped by her apartment and found out what was going on. This might have given Gozer and Zool enough time to open the portal before the Ghostbusters could have stopped them. It would have set up a whole different second half and ending of the movie. Okay, what else? We never got a chance to find out what Gozer wanted with this dimension. I think too many stories fall back on the whole lust for power thing where the only motivation given to the antagonist is that they want to take over the world. For what purpose? Do they want it for resources? For territory? Is this dimension strategically valuable for some larger interdimensional war that's taking place? Did the wrong side win that war because the Ghostbusters repelled Gozer? Leave it to you, Max, to take it in that direction. Always gotta be a big conspiracy, eh? Oh, hi, Dr. Clark. Agnes and I are talking about movies on the broadcast today. We're discussing what changes might have been made. Want to join? Sure. I've got a good one. In the Lord of the Rings movies, the second one, The Two Towers, when Frodo, Sam, and Gollum get captured by Faramir, I always wondered what would have happened if Faramir had just let them go instead of taking the ring to Osgiliath. Dr. Clark, you may want to take a step away from Agnes. Why? Because... Because that's what should have happened in the first place! Because she's about to go on a tirade. In the books, which those movies were based on, it's a big deal that Faramir doesn't take them to Osgiliath. It's a big deal that he lets them go, even though he knows his father will kill him. The entire point was that Denethor was always pulling Faramir down and exalting his brother Boromir, but Faramir was always the better man. In the books, he's put on a par with Aragorn and could have been a king of men, but oh no, Peter Jackson just had to make everything about the hobbits and how only a hobbit could possibly resist the power of the ring. It made me so mad when I saw that movie. I kept waiting for Faramir to say this really great line from the book about how he wouldn't take the ring even if he found it on the side of the road because Faramir was good and strong and... And... It's okay, Agnes. Get it all out. (sighs) No. No. That's it. It's just that those movies were so good. Except for that part. And I will never forgive Peter Jackson for it. The ring never went to Osgiliath. I never read the books. I thought they were boring. What? And that's all for today's Mercury, a broadcast of hope. For Agnes Drew and the suddenly endangered Dr. Rosalind Clark, I'm Max O'Brien. Take care of each other.